0: Welcome to The Last Detail, a thoroughly considered side quest. In this show, we chat with a distinguished guest about a single object that is meaningful to them. We dive deep into that object, discussing the design, the manufacturing process, the good, the bad, and everything in between. After all, good design is thorough, down to the last detail. Today's guest is Adam Lissagor, the founder of Sandwich Video, the preeminent studio for creating video commercials for tech products and services. His object is the Sonos Move. Hi, boys. Yeah, how's it
1: going? Thanks for having me. Sorry it took so long to, re- to schedule this.
0: No, That's no worries. Okay. This is a brand new show kind of a new offshoot show exciting yeah it's i'm excited thanks for joining us you uh one thing so when tom and i were conceptualizing this show one thing i was a little bit worried about that i had in the back of my mind is like are people just going to think this is just sponsored content like this entire podcast just one giant (laughs) advertisement (laughs) So I want to say, Mm -hmm. in picking the Sonos move, thanks for doing nothing to remove that ambiguity.
2: (laughs) Sponsored by Sonos. Yeah,
0: Today's show is sponsored by
1: Sonos. Sonos. I love it. That's That's their tag. I don't know if you knew this. I love it. I love it. They've just given up. (laughs) Advertisers have just given up. ExxonMobil. Uh, I love it. Oh <laughs> yeah, AstraZeneca, I love it.
0: So tell us, you chose the Sonos Move. Uh, why did you choose this object? I did. You invited me to choose an object that had meaning
1: in my life that you know took up, took up a lot of um, I guess psychic space in my life, and mm. I and I did. I cho- I chose the move. I think it's um I'm, I I chose Sonos in general, but we mm. wanted to sort of refine it, like specify to a particular object I'm holding mine in my hands right now. <laughs> and um I think that it's this one is 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 very notable because it um like it lives within the Sonos ecosystem so comfortably, but it also serves multiple purposes that the rest of the speakers don't, I think. Um, And that uh, I think that that's why it's just sort of a singular device in, in their whole product suite. And I'd love to hear what you guys think about it too, but also it just looks cool. It's sort of monolithic. It's Mm -hmm. got a a nice combination of materials. We can get into all those details. It's relatively intuitive to use. Mm -hmm. Um, Mine had been, I just moved it from another place Um, just a couple of days ago. And so it's been sitting in a, it's been sitting off to the side, not connected to my home system here where I am recording, but I knew that, you know, five minutes before we start recording, I could easily just get it on my system without any hiccups Mm, or mm -hmm. anything like that, Mm -hmm. which I did. And it would, and and that process reminded me of all of the sonic joy that you experience when connecting a Sonos speaker. Uh (laughs) you know all of those mnemonic um tones and you know sound ui yes um, yeah. and like we can talk about all that stuff and and you know what what does it exist for it exists to bring us music which yeah. is you know as as great of a, of a of a purpose as any
2: yeah yeah so have you been a, a like a sonos person for a long time like how long have you had Sonos in general
1: a really really long time in fact when they first launched and Sonos had sorry sandwich my company sandwich which makes uh, commercials mostly for tech companies had been around only like a couple of years and a rep at Sonos got in touch and asked if he could send us some some you know units a play 5 a, a play 3 and a play one, a couple of play ones the originals mm-hmm. And I said, of course. And you know, the the I think that the the ambition was to, to have sandwich work on a Sonos, uh, you know, a Sonos commercial, which I would have loved to have done, mm-hmm. except that I was kind of like under contract with Jawbone. Like I was going to ask, yeah. <laughs> yeah, with Jawbone, which back then was just like a you know a notable competitor. Yeah, they're yeah. the ones who had come out with the Jambox, which mm-hmm. is sort of you know. a a competitive was a competitive device to something yeah. like the move mm-hmm. and so i knew it was going to cause trouble so i respectfully declined and i said um you know i, I respectfully declined and, and this guy sent us the the units anyway and that was just like the the taste what do they call it when the drug de- the drug dealer offers you <laughs> yeah, just a, a little bump <laughs> yeah, just a taste it was a taste we set it up in the office it was unlike anything I'd ever seen, it was like, it was unclear how it works, what networking uh, protocols it works on, but the speakers sounded incredible for the size that they were. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't Bluetooth. And, you know, it was, it was like a kind of a new model, a new paradigm for how you connect your music services to a speaker. And it was pretty like the fact that there were new, no wires that like, back when, when we were, you know, young and in college and like putting our, um, home stereo systems together, you'd be running speaker wire everywhere. And if you, Mm -hmm. (laughs) if you were fancy, you'd put it in the walls Mm -hmm. and you'd have to, you know, put mounts up. And it was just for bookshelf speakers. It was like, you're running these garbage gold, you know, (laughs) gold wires everywhere. And, um, it was incredible that this was all wireless experience, but, Sunk every, you know, synced every speaker together f- so flawlessly.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sonos is pretty amazing in that, like, it really does just work. It's probably one of the most, in terms of like a complex technology, I feel like it actually maybe is the best at just working and like solidly working over like years and years. And yeah, so I mean, I think it's pretty th- impressive they can pull that off. Like, in- it in-
1: is. I think some people would take issue because I think that, you know, sometimes. It happens less frequently now, but especially early days, speakers would just drop off and you wouldn't know why, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, I think there was, it's been a, it's been, um, a lot of awkward growth with that company and a lot of perfecting of the UI and redoing the UI and redoing the protocols and updating stuff over, you know, over the air. And sometimes, you know, it's just so confusing, especially the more speakers you have and, you know, so that was just the taste and then it formed a habit where I just kept accumulating Sonos speakers mm-hmm. and for the office and, in, you know, in every unit and for the home and, you know, all the play bars that they, you know, the sound bars that mm-hmm. they have in mm-hmm. every rev. And I think at this point, it's an absurd number of Sonos speakers in my life. And I, <laughs> but, but, you know, it's just filling that it's filling your space with, with music and, and, and doing it so elegantly.
2: Yeah. And I think the move, you know, it's interesting that you chose the move like to pick it out um, because that's actually what that was my wedge, I think, for actually getting into the Sonos ecosystem. Because our mutual friend Chase Reeves actually came and like stayed at our house uh, when we just moved into a brand new house for like a week. And he travels with a Sonos move basically everywhere he goes, even even though it's pretty big. I mean, what it is big, almost a foot tall. Kind of like six inches in diameter and like like pretty heavy. It's like a yeah. thing to <laughs> really move thing. around. I wonder if
1: he does. He have his own traveling case for it or something? No, no. But or does he, he have did, a like, sticker
2: with a picture of his face on the top? That's the t- right. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. But he, he and they're very minimal when they travel. But mm-hmm. it was like because he brought that Sonos and I hadn't didn't have my speaker system or anything set up yet. It was like a brand new house that we designed. He brought it and plunked that thing down, and that one Sonos like move speaker worked for the entire downstairs like living yeah. room kitchen area and i was like oh and so yes. where i my kind of i wired the whole house for a whole speaker system and i was like we really this is overkill really all i need is like a Sonus or two yeah. and then i was like okay i'm convinced like not only does this thing sound great but it can actually simplify the whole situation and since then, uh, the Sonos Move in particular, even though I have like several Sonos speakers, really is, it's almost like a companion. Like if we go, if we go to a Airbnb, I like bring it, you know, like uh-huh. it's, it's kind of like if we want music and we care about the environment at all, like that thing is coming. And we actually have two. Totally. Big,
1: yeah. I used th- to bring an Apple TV. Well, I bring a, a little Apple TV when I travel with the with the family, just so we can mm-hmm. always have our, our movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to do the same with the original Apple TV, the big white one, because mm-hmm. it would just have my DVD collection on it, basically. <laughs> yeah. And I pu- plug it into a hotel TV. The um, the I don't travel with the Sonos Move. I travel with the Sonos Roam, which is the smaller... Smaller, yeah. Like, uh-huh. Yeah, the smaller white one that's about the size of the original Jambox. Mm-hmm. And both of these... Um, portable speakers double as Bluetooth speakers, so if you're not on a Wi-Fi network, you can easily Bluetooth pair it with your mm. with your source. Um, but the the Rome has big sound too. Like it's it's great. Obviously, it's not as big as this one. This one is a beast. It's so mm. heavy and you know yeah. substantial sounding. Um, but uh, what, mostly I've been using the the Move in the past few months at this other um this other property that I temporarily was uh was working out of there's a big deck on the in the back and i would just take the move out there whereas normally you might put some outdoor speakers at the house are you know my family's house that i'm at now in the backyard i use um another sonos product the amp which is the amp uh is a device that gets on your sonos network but allows you to plug in any type of speaker, any type mm-hmm. of wired yeah. speaker. Mm-hmm. So I have a few, I have um, two like out, you know, kind of outdoor speakers that are disguised as rocks and a <laughs> subwoofer that, that goes in the dirt. And it, and those connected to the amp make glorious sound from your Sonos network, just mm-hmm. like, you know, you'd control it just like any, any other Sonos device. But with the Move in this other space... You really don't need that. You don't really, you don't really need all the outdoor speaker jazz. You just, you just bring this one speaker and it fills your space. It's, it's pretty great.
2: Yeah. And I, you know, so just so everyone knows, dear listener, the way this move kind of sits in the space is it has a little ring. That's a little base charger. And so you just set it on there with no clicking or anything. It literally just sits on there with its weight. And then if you want to take it somewhere, you literally just pick it up and there's a huge round handle in the back. It's just literally yeah. just like picking up like a weight or something. You just walk off with it. And so ours actually sits on our back porch full time outdoors, but it's covered, but it just sits there. And it provides like, if we're having a party or something, it fills the whole like backyard space with sound. But if I'm doing like a project in the front yard, like the other day I was literally pouring concrete and I just like bring that thing over to the front and just like have my music going. And yeah. for me, that's actually the key for that product for me is like you literally can just like casually walk by and pick up like like a room full of sound like you can just like literally make beautiful sound anywhere even outside Mm -hmm. and so to me that's like the what i love about this sonos move product is just the fact that it's like that motion of like walking by and just picking it up without thinking and then being able to plop it down somewhere and just start music from your phone without turning it on or anything that Mm -hmm. is like killer it's just it just
1: comes with you and and let's talk about that handhold by the way
2: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah
1: oh man that is just good (laughs) industrial design yeah um who who doesn't love a handhold like that whether it's for an imac or like i can't think of other um big consumer appliances but this thing this just gives you joy to to to, 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 to interact with with the device
2: it's like Um, what three and a half inches wide it's yeah. so it like it fits your four fingers super well. And like on the inside, it's like, a, I don't know. It's, it's like a ledge that your fingers yeah, tuck like a into. wedge.
1: So you're or never in. Yeah, yeah. You're never in danger of dropping it. Yeah. Yeah. And it always feels cool. And sometimes just for fun. I'll carry it around like this on my shoulder like a, like an eighties <laughs> nice. hey <guys>, what's up? Do <laughs> uh,
2: you know yeah. what's really while I'm rocking Runde? <laughs> D- yeah, C- it's
1: it's running on 8D batteries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then in the middle of a song the tape just stops and starts <laughs> and play you know, has to switch sides.
2: You know, but what's what's interesting is they they sell little uh little knobbies that you attach to the wall that you can actually hang the speaker. On a wall, like on the knob from the handle. Oh, that's cool. Which I thought, it's interesting that they that they sell it that it's not just some yeah. third party thing. Yeah. Um, which I'm sure was an afterthought in the design. I'm guessing, but um, it's just interesting also that they like chose to do that. But yeah, this handle is like it is really good. I I don't know if it could be better. Like I mm-hmm. can't think of ways why
0: how this thing could Agreed. be better because it, it's just like so slick. Uh, so Dan,
2: have you have
1: you played with the move?
0: So I have not. I'm I'm a devout uh, Sonos user. I have amps and soundbars and Play Ones mm. and subwoofers mm. and the whole thing. But I haven't... I don't have a move. And this... Your picking of this product and the discussion so far is like, I'm desperately... Like trying to find an excuse to get one, like to, <laughs> to think of scenarios where it's like, oh yeah, I do need to get this because it would be really good. I mean, off the top of my head, I'm thinking actually it might be a good, uh, like shower speaker, like bathroom speaker, because you could uh-huh. move it like closer to the, to the shower or even like in the shower if you wanted to, I guess. Uh, yeah, like know, a, I bring yeah. my,
1: my Rome in the shower with me yeah. sometimes if I yeah. really want to
0: feel
2: feel those highs (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i think it is dan i think it really is about the mood like uh, honest obviously with the name but like literally Mm -hmm. the movement like if you find yourself you know wanting to like take it outside or move it around like yeah i I feel that's when it's really worth yeah well i think Uh, it's
0: so smart that they it's not just a bluetooth speaker it's like it functions exactly like a play one, basically, but, Mm -hmm. but, Oh, by the way, you can pick it up and move it. And it does this other stuff, staying connected to your existing like Wi-Fi Sonos network, or completely independent of that. And so it's like, even if I ended up not moving it as often as I thought it would, it's like, Oh, well, it's still just a great speaker that stays in this cradle all the time. Um, So it's like, it has a fallback of just being useful even if you're not kind of using it in the intended way, I guess. Right. Oh, totally. It does. Um, like, like Tom was saying, he keeps
1: it connected in the back, in the, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the back area all the time. I usually, I'll take mine out. Um, when I'm in the front yard playing uh catch with my kids or something like that, mm-hmm. I'll bring it out and have some family, family tunes going and they'll be like, daddy, can we stop the, the music? This is not good music. And I'll I'll be, this is Sorry. good. I'll be like, That's good music. You attacks. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what good music is. Child.
2: Let me teach okay. you. Adam, I I have a question. Mm-hmm. Have you ever plugged? So it's got a USB-C plug in the back. Have you mm-hmm. ever plugged it in?
1: Um, no. No, I haven't. I've only ever used the charging base. I don't think I've had a need yeah. to plug it in.
2: Me neither. And I think that that is a real testament to like the the onboarding and like everything experience with this product like the fact that it's got like a you can hook it up or whatever but the fact that it just arrives and you just never plug it in uh yeah and the
1: the charging pins in the base are real sturdy too
2: yeah i've got a couple
1: of other products with that that same style of charging base with the pins that protrude Uh And if they're not sturdy, then they'll start to retract, and they'll get stuck retracting. Mm. They won't charge mm. anymore. You have mm. to. Yeah. And I'm I'm talking to the Casper, the people at Casper for their Glow product, their Glow light. Um. Mm. Or actually, the Ember Mug has this too. Both of those come with a charging base with a real chintzy little charging pins, and I've uh-huh. had to get those charging bases replaced multiple times. But the
2: Move is like rock solid. Solid. Yeah. Nice. I mean, everything about it is solid. The one thing I kind of unearthed, because I went through a couple little, tried to dive into how this thing is made and like maybe some odd features about it. So I was looking at like teardown videos and stuff of Mm -hmm. the move. And Mm -hmm. one thing that's really interesting is they sell replacement battery kits, Hmm. like branded battery kits. And the process for replacing the battery is actually like super slick and nice. Oh, really? Literally two little hex screws on the bottom. You, You take off this like little rubber... Strap and there's two screws. And the batteries that come don't look like batteries, they're like molded pieces of plastic with branding on them. To me, that shows like that there's a lot of you know, there's many layers of like design thought that went into this thing. Like they could have had it not replaceable at all, or if so, it's kind of like clunky. But you can tell that this thing has been like design soup to nuts. Yeah. yeah,
0: and I love the story that they're telling with that. Is it's like a reass- reassurance to the customers, like this is something that is intended to last a long time, because that is the uphill battle that Sonos is always facing, and that they've actually like stumbled some in the past. Is like how do you make a smart speaker with a computer and it essentially feel like it's long lasting? Because traditionally. Yeah. Like, I still have bookshelf speakers that I had when I was in high school, like 20 years ago, and they Mm work just fine as they did the day, you know, I bought them. And so Mm -hmm. I know Sonos, when they uh, transitioned to their, like, new version of their app, they, like, deprecated some of their products, and that really angered some people. Yeah, yeah. And so there's two,
1: there's two versions of the app. There's S1 and S2. And I'm, and I'm still, I still
0: have some old. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm still on S1 because I have like two amps. That's just like, well, I don't want to replace these. Like they're working fine right now. So that is the, it's always going to be the challenge for them is like, no, really like you can use this for 10 years or longer. It's going to be fine. And so I think anything they can do to enforce that or tell that story is it's in their best interest. I think.
1: Agreed. Well, they don't have that many SKUs in their product line. Mm-hmm, so like mm-hmm. it's, they really get to focus. And I imagine yep. something like the move they're taking five years to develop from start to finish before they release it. Something like that. Yeah. I'd love to, I, I wonder what's on the roadmap for a company like this who just specializes so very deliberately.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's interesting. I mean, what, well, what's, was super interesting is their design language hasn't really changed that much either i mean mm-hmm. you know if you look at the move, if you look really at the details first of all one of the details i love about sonos in general and dan i'm sure you can speak to this is the fact that their logo is symmetrical
0: mm-hmm. where you can flip it yeah. over it, it's a rotational ambigram <laughs> yeah yeah exactly
1: it's uh, yeah. Pa- 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 it's front and back and top and bottom you know yeah uh, and yeah. I actually I vertical.
0: i went into Photoshop and verified that it's like <laughs> an exact uh, rotational amogram because S's are uh, if you look at the Sonos logo and you look at the S's, they look a little bit wrong, and the reason mm-hmm. is traditional. Yeah, yep. like traditionally, S's are a little bit bottom heavy, or mm-hmm. with the uh, the terminals, there's like something they're not symmetrical, and so by doing that, uh, they look a little bit off. But I, it's I, to me, it's totally worth it to have that <laughs> because it's it's not just some. Oh, that's a neat trick. It's literally—I don't know if they sell the original soundbar anymore, but that logo you could mount that two ways, or you could have it like flat on a console or mount it to the wall, and the logo would be upside down, like in one of those scenarios. So the fact that their mm-hmm. logo worked in both directions was super cool.
2: Well, and same yeah. with the move—the move—the the lo- logo is going vertical, it's sideways. So yeah, literally, like whatever side you're looking at, it's like right. And so mm-hmm. to, to me, that really speaks to the I don't know how if they've changed their logo ever, but just the long tail vision of when they develop that logo. Like we need this thing to be orientationally like neutral, like it doesn't matter. That is like a really something. And on this move, the way that they have stuck this logo on the like the grill that's going on <laughs> is not an easy thing to do. And <laughs> like. They really care. The other <laughs> the other thing I t- was trying to figure out with this grill is it's actually seamless. So mm. it's basically got this metal, it's like a steel-like grill that wraps around the whole speaker and it's got little tiny holes, like, you know, laser, et- laser drilled into it. But what's crazy is there's literally no seam that I could see, which means no. they either extruded this thin, like, oblong like oval shape and then cut a bunch of holes in it or they have a flat sheet they cut a bunch of holes in it put like welded it together on the back and then like polished the seam out and then coated it with this paint that's on here Mm -hmm. anyways that is like a (laughs) they're going to a lot of effort to pull that off because it that's a really difficult part to make and they could have chose to just try to hide the seam but they didn't it seems and so just all that stuff just really speaks to the, the company and like the design team they have and like the ethos of it. And so,
1: yeah, I, they're based in Santa Barbara, I believe. And they always have, they always have been. Um, and they just obviously care deeply about the materials. And I love yeah. the feeling of the rubber on the, on the base, on the foot. <laughs> yeah. Um, you always know that when you set it down, it's not going anywhere. It feels it's not going anywhere.
2: feels solid. It, yeah and what you're crazy, another thing look on the back above that little USB C port, Adam. They, mm-hmm. they laser etched the serial number into the rubber, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is like they could have done so many easier things. They could have <laughs> put a sticker, they could have yeah. etched it in the plastic, they could have blah 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 blah, but they put it there. Uh, what's your MAC just, address? Mine is 48-A6-B8. <laughs> <dash> oh, <laughs> I really got I got a I got a it. 1CF on the back. You know? Oh, very nice.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good, good year. Vintage. Yeah. <laughs> what do you what music do you guys listen to on your on your Sonos products? <laughs> uh well,
2: only Once classical. again, this has been sponsored <laughs> by Sonos. <laughs> Sonos, I love it. I mean, he loves it. Yeah, Uh, you know everything, (laughs) everything there is, everything there is. I actually find myself listening to a lot of country music actually on it because I'm outside and that feels right. right, You know, very good. When in Texas,
0: yeah, when in Texas.
2: Um, I was just like, do we have any nitpicks? I have
0: a couple nitpicks, Adam. Pick some nits.
2: You might have some nitpicks, Dan, even though you don't have
0: this exact. Name. Yeah, I've I've flagged a couple, but I, I bet they will be uh, touched on. Go for it, Tom.
2: One very particular one is I don't know if you're aware of it, but you can you can go next and previous on mm-hmm. the Sonos interface. But the way you do it is you slide across like the two up and down volume buttons and the pause play button in a swipe mm-hmm. gesture, and that is a pretty awkward gesture and has no affordances like mm-hmm. like. I know people who have had this product for years, and they didn't even know you could do that. Yeah, I didn't either. To me, it's like, why not have either two more buttons or little dots or something that you can just tap? Mm -hmm. That, to me, seems like a weird thing that that, that didn't exist. And it's actually a pretty useful... I mean, often you want to skip a song, and you don't want to help dig out your phone or whatever. And so, to me, that was like a really strange thing to just leave off or get wrong. Yeah, and let
0: me actually piggyback off that because that might actually explain one of my nitpicks is the icons for volume up and volume down are just uh-huh. no, nothing are like a, a square uh yeah four, four directional. yeah four dots and so i i mean i guess you could argue like it, it has dual functionality so it can't yeah. just be a plus and a minus but i mean there's nothing to me more clear on a speaker than a plus and a minus signal, like what it does. Yeah, exactly. And the four
1: dots are non-committal. I think they mean TBD. And, we and don't wh- know, right?
0: <laughs> and, and, and and what is a problem about them? And this is where the like they could have totally capitalized on the the roto- the rotational ambigram nature of plus and minus is oftentimes yeah. I'll kind of approach one of my play ones like from behind. And mm-hmm. then I have to mm-hmm. like in my brain realign to make sure I'm pressing the right button uh-huh. for up and down. Whereas if they were labeled with a plus and minus, it, it wouldn't be, it couldn't be more clear. Yeah. Right.
1: Total. Yeah. It's interesting how we have to reorient directionality on our devices that are handheld. Like, this. like, mm-hmm. I don't know, you, you're on the iPad. Like I mean my kids are always watching the iPad and, They're watching a video, and constantly I'm turning their sound down because they blast it. They blast (laughs) Uh sound from the iPads, and you have to listen to kids' YouTube all day long very loudly out of a tinny speaker. And so you go up to it, and in order to turn the volume down, you have to press the right. But you know, if the volume yeah. is on top, you have to press the puzzle. right button. Which, <laughs> which you know, forward direction is right in our in Western you know Western literary tradition. Mm-hmm. Right yeah. is up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Left yeah, is back.
2: it's yeah. yeah, it's it's true. It's it's interesting. It, it's funny because their little play pause icons are like little lines. Like it's not a triangle. It's like a little greater than symbol or less than symbol or whatever. Yeah. And they could have done the plus and the minus and it totally fits with that little symbol. It's a mystery that, mm-hmm. that is also right. quite the mystery. Um, okay. I will note
1: since he brought up being able to advance uh, a track or go back without taking off your, taking out your phone would be a nice thing to do or, you know, mm-hmm. that you can do with a swipe gesture. They also just introduced I forget what they call it, Sonos voice control Mm. or whatever Mm -hmm. it is, you know, Mm. which is their Hey, you know, it's their Hey Siri, it's the Sonos version of Hey Siri. I think the prompt is Hey Sonos or or, Okay Sonos or I don't even remember what it is, which means, you know, I haven't been using it. Yeah. Um, But yeah, you, you basically can summon your Sonos and control it with your voice. And then I believe it's, Giancarlo Esposito is the voice of the Sonos <laughs> robot. Do you know this? Like, no, let me let see, let me see would... if I can get it. Because no. um, I have mine. My... Well, I'm just going to quickly.
0: Yeah, in the meantime, I will say I was actually interested in them and Sonos doing their own voice control because I was curious if it would do a better job at some of the things. I suppose this qualifies as another nitpick is... Uh, If you're using, like Alexa, for example, with a Sonos as your voice control of choice, you can currently you can choose between Google and Amazon, and I and I guess there's this new Sonos one now. Anyways, uh, the song will start playing sometimes before, like the confirmation is finished speaking it's almost like old in the old school radio days when the djs would talk over the song Mm. that was coming and so i was curious if uh for whatever reason if if using the sonos one would like prevent that from happening that overlap from happening um but I haven't used it myself, so I don't know.
1: Well, let's try it. I had to just set it up. I had to enable it just now, and it's doing an update because okay. <laughs> I had just set this up as a new speaker. Okay. But yeah, the prompt is, hey, Sonos. Oh, it's been, set. it's been added. Let's start with a quick tour. I'd rather not. But it might be fun for you guys to hear Giancarlo Esposito's Sonos voice. Yeah. Not that good. Welcome to Sonos Voice Control. To start some music, just say, hey, Sonos, play music. Let's give it a try. Okay, so that's the robot version of Giancarlo Esposito, who huh. is, um, you know, from Bre- Breaking Guess, Bad. Gus uh, Fring, right? Yeah, yeah. Gus Fring. <laughs> Gustavo.
0: That is an ominous uh, choice. Right. For... You could not choose a supervillain <laughs> as as the voice of your robot.
1: That might be an idea. <laughs> Although he does have really... It is very calm. very smooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. calm yeah. about his voice. Yeah. Um, oh man! <laughs> hey Sonos, how old is Giancarlo Esposito? Doesn't want to say.
2: Doesn't work. Hey Sonos, play.
1: Say. Yeah. So this is this is um, J Domi and J D Back, jazz prodigies. This album just came out today. Ah. And it's um, I don't know if you guys are into jazz at all, but it's um it's next level it's changing my changing my world oh wow the album is called not, not to... that's uh, a
0: good plug there we go Ooh. okay love it oh, so hey, Sono's stop yeah i'm wondering if right, you quick. you asked sonos like a question like how old uh was guest spring and uh mm-hmm. I, do they are they actually tied to a search engine or is it only no, for that's, music? That's, no, they're
1: not tied to the internet at all. Everything, yeah, like yeah. I feel like uh, I think that every that's one of the selling points is it's a privacy feature, right? Gotcha. That they don't go outside your your you know outside at all. It's just yeah. um, all programmatic. So and all of the all of the functionality is contained within the you know within yeah. the voice control, yeah, nice. which is cool. Which yeah. is yeah nice. It still yeah. does not
2: stop my children from requesting to play the fart song on mm. Spotify, but mm. you know <laughs> we're not all the way there. We we've, we've been on a,
0: a ACDC Thunderstruck on repeat uh, for the past oh, yeah. couple of weeks, so <laughs> it's a good one. It's
2: a good let <laughs> those nice. let those children really rage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh well, one thing that actually has been a nightmare for me with this product, and it might be a weird situation, but. In instances where I take the move and I'm going to like an Airbnb or something and I want to put it on the Wi-Fi, to actually get it to on a new Wi-Fi system, it's just like a complete nightmare. It's like you have to nuke your whole Sonos system and then oh, when you get yeah. back home, it's like a whole nightmare. And so I just wish the Sonos would implement some kind of like travel mode or something where you're like, Hey, just that's a good idea. Or
1: multiple Wi-Fi profiles, so you're not wiping it out every time. Yeah, yeah. Just
2: be like, hey, I'm traveling.
0: I just want to put this on the
2: Wi-Fi. Make a little other network, and then we can. When we get back home, it'll
0: recognize it. You know, like why is that so hard? Is using Bluetooth in that scenario unacceptable or let not as not as nice sounding? It's fine. It's it's just
2: I love to be able to have my phone like not worry about it or maybe yeah. like it's yeah. just all day. if you're on the wi-fi yeah. you're untethered if yeah. you're on
1: bluetooth you're always tethered you can't yeah. walk away yeah. and have your yeah. music keep playing I, i'm sucks. still my my knit with sonos in general is that I, I it's not clear to me what their model is for how an account is integrated with its services with its with the with its streaming services mm-hmm. and uh-huh. that if you go on somebody, like, let's say I'm a Sonos user. So if I go to somebody else's house and they're a Sonos user, I can get on their Sonos system if I'm on their Wi Fi, but then I can't access my Sonos stream or my streaming services to play music from my yeah. libraries on their Sonos system. Mm-hmm. I, ha- I have yeah. to play their
2: music, which mm-hmm. I hate because they have terrible taste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's definitely. And then the thing that's confusing to me is I don't know if you're a Spotify guy, Adam, but like, I am. Spotify's gotten way better at integrating with Sonos. Like, there's things that have been done recently that are really nice, but oh, I still yeah. don't play understand. Play
1: Anywhere is, is a game changer on Spotify. Yeah. Mm.
2: Yeah. But, like, I don't know what is has actually going on. Like, it's it's still yeah. uh, in that same way of, like, you wh- whose account is this and, like, how is it working? Yeah. It's nice that they're making progress there, and I'm sure it's a tricky problem to play with Apple and all this stuff, but it's just... <clears throat> I wish it was a little bit more clear but yeah, yeah I think that that
1: is the big that's the big benefit for me of the S- Sonos over the HomePods be is access to all the streaming services you want because yep. mm-hmm. if you're yep. on a HomePod you have to use Apple Music that's yeah. you're, yep. you're basically locked in what I've what I just figured out last week when I when I just googled it randomly and thought have they changed this yet was is that you can actually use your home pod to uh to connect to Sonos uh speakers so oh. like i can now because i've basically um because in Sonos i've grouped my or no in the home app actually i've grouped my Sonos speakers uh in a group in a same room with um mm-hmm. with my home pod i can say um hey siri play jazz now playing jazz station and it's playing out of the home pod, but it's also playing in Sonos in my living room all oh, in nice. sync. Mm. So yeah. that, that was always before I figured out how to do this. Hey Siri, stop. <laughs> Charlie Parker. Um, <laughs> <laughs> be, be, uh, be, before I, f- I think it was, Charlie. anyway, before I, I'm going to have to ch- check on that cause that'll be super embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> um, be, be, before I figured out how to do this, uh, like my family would always use Siri to play music, and it only comes out of the high uh, the, iPod, yeah. the mm-hmm. uh, HomePod. Mm-hmm. I use Sonos to play music; it only comes out of the Sonos speakers. Really nice to have everything unified.
0: Can you? Yeah. I mean, uh, this uh, this is somewhat related to that, and it goes in my nitpicks unless they changed it with the new with the S two or whatever the latest app is. Something I've always wanted to do is be able to. the speakers together so they never become like a permanent grouping where they never become ungrouped. Is that Mm -hmm. something you can do in the new version? Do you know? With Sonos? Yeah, you can always set up a stereo pair. Is that what you mean? No, no, no. no. Like, let's say I, you had like random. Like, you had a play one and a play three, like on opposite sides of your living room, and you're like, oh. I never want these to become ungrouped. Like, th- we're in nice. one. It's room. like a virtual
2: speaker. It's
0: yeah, like the one and so you stuff. can you can do it with surround sound. So if you had a sound bar and two play ones, you can make those a a collection that will always be connected. They sure. will never become ungrouped. And I would yeah. like to be able to do that with any random speakers that I choose. And it doesn't hmm. seem like that's uh that's an option and it's a shame because I think that would be useful in some scenarios.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I, I, I agree. And I don't think that is an option currently, unless it's like you said, it's a surround system. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and you don't want to set them up as a stereo pair. You want them to be playing the same. Right. Playing
0: right. the same source. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Yeah, uh, I, I this soda it's just interesting how how much we're talking about software when we're talking about this physical object, but obviously right. the software is such a big part of the physical object. Mm-hmm. And I think it also gets back to that price that that kind of price point like technology dead end thing you were saying in the beginning, Dan, where it's like their biggest thing to overcome because Sonos is pretty expensive is like is this going <clears> to <throat> just like die in a couple of years and I'll spend all this money on this speaker that I can't use anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I I really do wonder what's going to be the best answer going into the future like a really solid piece of hardware that you can have for maybe 10 years that the software just gets better or you know some you know some other thing where it's like a cheaper you know, hardware thing and just they put more energy into the software or you just get like a completely new system in like five years. Like I wonder where this will shake out in like 30 years when a lot of problems will be solved by software in general in our lives. But then we need some physical objects and it's just like, where is it going to shake out? Because part of me thinks that the world is tending towards like cheaper objects that get thrown away or like in and out of your life really quickly. Mm-hmm. But then you have this thing like the Sonos where it's like, you know what, we're going to make this speaker expensive. You should have it for a long time or we're going to keep like upgrading it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah.
1: Well, they, they could try to decouple them and like, maybe like you basically have a head unit that is, is yeah. the computer. And then there's it wirelessly connects to a cheaper thing. speaker. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the, mm-hmm. you know, that the, the head unit is the thing that is the most substantial to maintain. And that's the thing that will last you 10 years. And, but i don't know why they would do that yeah it doesn't that's i mean i
0: suppose expensive. they kind of, they are doing that with the amp uh but the amp is yeah. not it's a, very expensive what you think? <laughs> it's cheap thing
1: it's a 800 dollars or something and and the move itself is 399 it's yeah. like that's a substantial cost for a portable speaker
0: yeah
2: yeah it's a big it's like you are really investing in like you know that's what kept me away from them for so long this exact like technical debt like situation and um But I I mean, it seems like I wouldn't be shocked if I had this same move for another five years. Like, Mm -hmm. it wouldn't shock me at all, which is so weird. Yeah. And
1: I still have Play Ones from the first generation that I still use and they still work and Mm -hmm. they haven't been deprecated on, you know, S2. Yeah. Um,
2: And the fact that they added voice to, I don't know how many speakers they added it to. Was it since the first one that could do any voice Did they just add it to all of them? um
1: yeah i think it's to any any alexa enabled uh yeah. play
2: or a speaker i mean that's not that's not trivial because if especially mm-hmm. if they're doing the processing like locally that's a lot of computing power you mm-hmm. know and mm-hmm. so either they were had a lot of really foresight were like we're gonna put an overpowered processor in this thing it doesn't matter or somehow they engineered back engineered it in but like that speaks a lot to what they're willing to shoehorn in and like have either pre-engineered for or they're willing to kind of do the extra work to get it in there and not be like, hey, no, you have to buy a new one to get this feature. Like that really says a lot, I think, about that. Totally, and it could
1: be on the back of other technologies like AirPlay 2 that really the standards aren't changing that frequently. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, quite a number of their speakers have AirPlay 2 in them, I think.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, Bravo Sono. Sure,
1: <laughs> it's yeah. I I so when when um, when they first launched the Play speakers with Alexa enabled, I got curious because uh, the design company Hey made their own you know branded Sonos Play One mm-hmm. in these cool colors. Yeah, and so I thought, oh, I'll give that a go. And then I had it in my house, and then I set up Alexa because I'd never set up Alexa before. And it grossed me out how like invasive it felt. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know if you guys use Alexa, but it it, it like like there was a functionality to, to you know tell my kids bedtime stories. Mm, yeah. in order to do that, I like had to create Amazon accounts for my kids, and it would be tracking yeah. them, and it would like all this gross stuff. And I just it's like said lot. no, and I sent it back. So yeah. I, and I you know any of the ones that are Alexa enabled, I disable it for sure.
2: Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, we took it off. We had it for a while, but there was too much of the kids interacting with it and just too much of that loose end of like what's actually going on you know it's just it does feel gross it feels it definitely doesn't feel like of the product right and so like Mm -hmm. i want these sonos things to feel like apple products and they kind of do to me and so yeah that the alexa thing is like a weird and they must i mean that must be a pretty common customer reaction so they wouldn't have built their own thing i mean that's a lot of work to do yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so Dan, cool. you have a do you want to go over your we have a bit here uh or a segment I guess where <clears throat> design, a Dan picks out one of the most Fitting Dieter Rams design principles that apply to this product. Do you, Ooh, do you have one, Dan? Yeah. Are, are, cool. are
0: you familiar with the ten uh, principles of good design, Adam? No. Oh, no. I won't recite them here. Uh, we'll put them in the show notes. But this is like a classic. You can chant
1: them if you want.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll all close our eyes. <laughs> with your hand
2: <laughs> on your heart. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I do the pledge every morning to the ten, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 10 <laughs> commands. Um, so yeah, these are this is just like a list of uh, what he determined as the ten principles. Uh, for those that don't know, uh, Dieter, Roms, I don't know how much to explain. Dieter Rams is like a famous designer. Uh, he worked for Braun for many years. Uh, Johnny Ive is like a disciple of his in some ways, or like looked up to him, and you can see like a lineage there. Anyways, I th- we thought it'd be a fun bit to like choose the principle that we think whatever product. Um, the guest chose fits into the best. And so I think I'm going to go with, we already touched on this a bunch. I'm going to go with good design makes a product understandable, uh, which is kind Mm. of described as uh, makes the product uh, or the product clearly expresses its function by making use of the user's intuition. So I think we've already talked about this, like the handle, what a great affordance. Like it's very clear what that is for and where you're supposed to put your hand. I think the charging cradle also uh, fits into this where it's the exact same shape as the bottom of the speaker. Like it's very obvious uh, where it should go. Everything is like pretty aside from all the kind of nitpicks we've talked about, about um, you know, the fact that there is an app component and that can certainly add complication to uh, you know, there's like this separation of the the thing that's in front of you versus, you know, how you set it up or how you use it. But in my experience with Sonos and using their apps, like it, it's a, it's a quite good uh, setup process. And Adam, you were talking about all the like sound design, you know, the sound Ooh. UI for confirmation and things like that. They all, they do a super Good job of that. um So yeah, I mean, aside from the nitpicks that we've uh thought of, I think uh good design makes a product understandable is where I would where I would rank the Sonos move.
1: Great. Mm. I have the list in front of me, by the way. If you mm. want me to participate, oh I'm yeah. Tom. Would you choose a different one? Oh, is that is that not what we do? I thought. Oh yeah. I thought yeah. Maybe, please no please. Me, okay. <laughs> no, well, did, Tom, did you pick? Do you do you I want to? I didn't pick one
0: because I
2: thought it was just Dan's thing. For sure, I'll do it. Whatever. <laughs>
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. my bad I fucked up the
0: bitch no no this is a, <laughs> we're, we're finding our way here on our first episode so
1: we can cut mine out but um, <laughs> I would agree with you obviously you, 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 you picked the right one I would also say um, makes a product useful because uh, I feel like there, there are other design choices that could have made this product not as useful mm-hmm. and you, we want to use it because it's so easy to pick up and use and move around and go set it down there and have your music. Yeah. And it could have easily been a big monolithic black box that you actually <laughs> just like creates fic- friction, you know? Like, yeah. and I like honestly, it's the handhold that. That does it for me. That's yeah. good design that makes it useful. If the handhold wasn't there, if I had to like literally grip this canister yeah. like a trash like, can, like and a and big jar of peanut it. butter or something, a movie, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> then I wouldn't be using it. And I wouldn't have have mu- I wouldn't have music as as much as I as I wanted to.
0: Yeah. Well, what I love about this principle, just like going off the Wikipedia definition, it says it has to satisfy not only functional but also psychological and aesthetic criteria, mm-hmm. and. I I think just you talked about this earlier it's just like it's music like <laughs> sonos gets to like piggyback in a way off the fact that how meaningful no music yeah. is to people mm-hmm. and it was the exact same thing with the apple ipod where it's like oh man what a smart thing to like <laughs> build a product around this thing that the demographic is literally the entire world because who doesn't yeah. like music or care about music um right. so yeah there uh, there's so much to to kind of ride the coattails of just like people's feeling how music makes them feel. And if you can insert your product into that environment, it's like, that's, you're going to come out, you know, looking really well.
1: And really, really quickly before you go, Tom, just to, to jump off of, uh, of that, of like the whole positioning of filling your life with music, the way they marketed Sonos once they matured as a, as a brand to the point where they were having like legit, great like a, a top shelf marketing they used color in the same way that apple used color in their in their iconic iP- ipod commercials with the you know the mm-hmm. the silhouettes on mm-hmm. colored backgrounds they did this one campaign i remember with janelle monet well mm-hmm. that was pre- previous actually i remember the first big sonos spot that i saw it took like this idea of the house as your sort of like you know your world and then wherever there was a sonos speaker, it would fill the fill the room with this with a color, and mm. that, mm. and you could see how the color would would join other colors and sort of um, recolor your entire atmosphere. Mm. Um, mm. And you know that strikes me as a pertinent way to to represent you know the, the power of sound and music in somebody's life is by you know filling filling it with the all of the the colors of the spectrum which is you know color brings us joy that's just what it what it does it's like or light makes us feel emotions mm-hmm. it brings the vibes
2: i mean like you could just yeah. you like bring vibes brings some <laughs> you know brings the vibes. it just brings the vibes and it's like that's so amazing <laughs> and I, and yeah. to me i think i just when i think about this object i think about the fact that i you know a couple months ago i went to mexico we went to mexico with some friends and we like stayed in the house and i just like brought the sonos move in my suitcase yeah. And the, because it's like we got to bring the vibes, right? But also, <clears> the nice. fact that I'm comfortable, just like putting this, what I feel is basically a brick, in my suitcase, is because I feel like it's just tough. Like I, I really, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like it feels solid to me. If I leave it out in the rain, it's okay. If I drop it, it's okay. And so that's so when I'm picking this Deuter Rams one, I'm picking this good design as long lasting, and I think. Mm there's something about same with the handle and the affordance of that. But the fact that it doesn't feel precious that like I can just set it out in the sun, the rain, just grab it. Mm. It could get dropped. It could put it in my suitcase. It just feels like Mm. there's a lot of solid quality there. And to me, that makes me willing to bring it places and not be so precious about it. Right. And so to me like that, that I think really changes my relationship to the object because it feels, you know, it's, I wish iPhones were like that, where mm-hmm. you could throw them across yeah. to someone and it drops the concrete and you're not worried at all. I mean, mm-hmm. how would that change your relationship to the iPhone? Now? We'll probably mm-hmm. get there eventually. But it's like, to me, I feel that way with the speaker where I'm like, I'll throw it, but like, everything else is fine. And so I don't agree. It's,
1: that- it's, it's, it's usually brands like Jeep that make things that you feel are uh-huh. rugged and, mm-hmm. and they look yeah. like that. Like they mm-hmm. lo- they've got like you know the multifaceted, rubberized edges right. that you know yeah. they just look like mm, beefy, but <laughs> yeah. this doesn't look beefy. It looks like a monolith. It looks very yeah. um,
2: minimal. You know, I don't know how else to say it, but you're yeah. right. It's yeah. so,
1: so rugged. Yeah, well, and I think
2: the weight does that, and and I'm very curious. I wonder if there's actually weights in it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean the battery so the battery is I mean that's got to be right quite you know. heavy. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, but. yeah. Yeah, no we we will link in the show notes there's a really good uh little promotional thing for the move on the Sonos page that is showing all of the durability testing they did. Uh for this thing they you know it's kind of they've shown similar things at Apple before of like oh we've built all these machines to uh test the durability and it's yeah i mean they're doing drop tests they're doing moisture tests they're doing electricity tests like if you're walking across carpet and then you touch the thing to press play or whatever they want to make sure you're not going to like short it out or whatever um mm-hmm. so yeah it's that they've obviously uh they designed this thing to be super rugged and i think it shows right on.
2: And, they, and they and they designed it in-house uh it's all designed in-house which i i mean that also shows a lot about the company's commitment to like you know let's do this right and
0: mm-hmm.
2: so yeah it's, it's very solid
0: yeah so adam do you have any uh any closing thoughts uh do you do you see yourself still using this in 10 years do you think
1: oh yeah the move specifically yes i think i mean unless something big changes with spatial audio Where Mm -hmm. You know The kind of thing Like we don't need Speakers anymore (laughs) We don't need (laughs) Physical speakers anymore (laughs) To hear sound In our space (laughs) I feel like the I think like the move will will have a, a place in my life. Also, I'm locked in. I am locked into this ecosystem. Yes. I've got far too much invested in uh-huh. it. Um, so yeah, like if I wanted to change out now, if it turned out that the the, the founders and and executive team of Sonos were Nazis, I might have <laughs> second thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah like i'm 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 pretty in it so i mean sonos bring the vibes
0: yeah i love like it bring exactly vibes. well adam thank you for uh for
1: coming on the show this is really fun thank you for having me it was really fun i'm honored to be here is there love anything
0: you. you want to uh plug or <laughs> anything you want people to um, check out um, 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 um. Oh, it turns out it was Dexter Gordon, by the way, who was coming to phone earlier. Oh, okay, so, yeah, you're going to have to... Crisis averted. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I don't think I have... No, I, I do sandwich, and we have a lot of fun, and we, you know, make commercials for products like this, and it's just a joy to, to think about them and use them all the time in service of my job.
0: Awesome. Well awesome. thank you so much for coming on and thank you to Sonos for sponsoring this episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks you guys, it was fun.
0: Thoroughly considered is a joint production between Relay FM and Studio Neat. You can find out more about this episode by going to relay.fm slash tc slash eighty three.